Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the NBL News Podcast. I'm back as host again, replacing the interim of last week, Jackson. He's over in another country in Perth. Shut uh, up. <laughs> how's it going? I am good. I am in sunny Western Australia and it is lovely over here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, terrible here in Melbourne. Um, anyway, uh, we also got the... The interim of last week's quick five questions, Aiden. How's it going? You mean slow mo six, but yes, <laughs> I'm back. A couple the of interims last week have been interims, replaced. Yeah, um, <laughs> there was no indication that um, Evan was leaving. We didn't, we didn't think he was. But look, yeah. I, I saw the media release, and that's the only time I knew that I was hosting. So uh, that's uh, that's the way I found out. Oh, Look, sorry. we might find a new host in the next week or two. Me and Jackson might overthrow everything else. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> with the beating around the bush, let's get around. Let's get into it. The Brisbane Bullets, they are the topic of the week. And, oh, boy, there is a lot going on in Brisbane. You could you could do a whole two-hour podcast about them at the moment. But um, if you don't know what happened, you, you should. But um, if you don't know what happened... Four head coaches are expected to happen in Brisbane at the moment. Um, we saw the headline that Sam McKinnon, who's, who was the interim head coach, will no longer be be uh, the head coach for them. That He's moving back to a GM role. Um, so instead, they'll have Greg Vanajat, who is their assistant coach, will be their interim for this week until uh, their new head coach from the US. I know it's, it's hard to follow with me here, but... Um, their new head coach Todd Purves, I think his name is from the from the US. He will take over the team uh, in I don't know how long, a couple of weeks, I guess. Um, so they got to have four head coaches in one year, in one season. And um, look, it has not been good. It's not been good at all. Sam McKinnon, he he was offered the role as head coach, but they said you can't be GM anymore. So he said, all right, well, stuff it. I'll be GM. So they go and get the guy who should have been their interim head coach in the first place, their assistant coach, Greg Vanderjant. He'll be their head coach this week. Um, and there's no point of, of doing that because they're, they're getting another head coach who I think is a horrible uh, signing. I, I don't care if it, it comes back to buy me in the dust, but um, buy me in the bum, I should say. But his coaching record is not good. Like he's only coached in, in Asia and not even top-tier Asia. He's coached in Indonesia, um, Singapore, the likes, the, Philippines. The, A- the Asian Basketball League. Like, it's it's not top-tier at all. His most accomplished achievement, his, his biggest achievement, I should say, is winning a championship in Indonesia. And no disrespect to Indonesia. They love their basketball, but it's not a good comp over there. It's, it's certain. So... A lot going on. Um, Greg Vanjet didn't have any idea he'd be interim head coach until he got into the plane. Um, well, until the media released to Olgan put that out. And um, God, I, there's just a lot to unpack here. There's also another article we'll get to in a minute that Olgan wrote about James Duncan and and the off season. But Jackson, your your initial thoughts on this sports fiasco? Uh, revoke their license. <laughs> Like, they are, Evan, I think you coined the term in the mud, and I think they are in said mud. Um, they are shocking. Like, whatever's happened up there since they've come back into the league in 
I want to say 2016, they haven't been a functional franchise. Like made the playoffs once. Yeah. Once since they've come back. And then you you look at the Magne situation where his family had to pay him out to go play for uh New Orleans, was it? Did he play yeah. for New Orleans? Yep. Yeah. And then they are just very dysfunctional and it's not a good place to be. And like Olgan said in his article that many players were having a very um confrontational meeting with the CEO after, you know, head coach change. And uh don't ask me which one because there's been a ton. <laughs> and yeah. uh it's just a mess. And look, I, they they are blessed that they somehow won against Perth a week back, but uh I can't see them winning many games from here on out. I think what I've also forgot to mention is the DJ Mitchell incident earlier in the year. Oh yeah. Um yep. Devondre Quarker, why why are you signing a temporary import in the first place? Sign a guy that you're going to keep for the whole season. And by the way, we haven't even mentioned the Bullets new import, Andrew White, who isn't a spectacular import. Averaged seven points in Turkey last year. And from from what I heard, most of the people around the league had no clue who this guy was. Um Aiden, what what are your thoughts on on the bullets right now? They need to do what Elrod did with when Gordon took over. They need to just have a whole reset entire. That's all I gotta say. They're just gonna you know cut all their players loose at the end of the season. Let them choose where they want to go. Um, well, there's only two players contracted for next season. That's Baines and Sobi. Yeah, I'd, I'd even let them choose where they want to go because <laughs> right now they're in the mud. They're no, no words. And if they're going to give this uh, the interim, sec- well, the second interim coach to Greg, why don't they give it to him in the first place? Yeah, like exactly. Well, like, like he was an assistant coach. Yeah. Like and, like Sam, like we said, like like I don't. People forget Sam McKinnon was assistant before he became GM. So he, yeah. it's not like he's dumb at coaching. Like I, I feel like yeah, he's, he's a decent coach. Yeah, I feel like people forget that Sam actually did coach. It's just now that he's got that GM title, everyone forgets that he did. Do yeah. something like two or three years on there on Joe Lawrence. And Sam probably in his head is thinking, why is everyone giving me this? Like, I did the whole, <laughs> like, a whole three years. True, but there. he is the GM. It's yeah, like, no, I know. Yeah, no, got assistant but, yeah, no. But that's what I mean. That's what probably yeah. threw everyone off. But if you're going to stick with an interim coach, then why change what? I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I also think that the Bullets' new head coach, um, the one they're signing from the US, that is a horrible replacement. Is this a like long-term this, deal? Like, like I, I don't know the how long he's got to be there, but obviously if you're signing him, he's going into next year as well. So well, that's years. what you would think. But Jeez, I don't think he'll I don't think he'll last until next season the way this club's functioning. I mean his his record it, it just makes him look definitely worse than James Duncan when he came into the Bullets. Definitely worse Duncan than Duncan had a better resume in my opinion than yeah, by a mile. By my old two two years as assistant coach at Sydney, he was a head coach in Japan, which is a good league. All all this guy is coaching is is Indonesia and the Asian Basketball League, which has the Singapore Slingers. Might I add? Oh, they're good old oh, Slingers. They're still Bring around. Back. So and and even then, the, the last season he coached, I I tried to do some research. The last season he coached was nineteen twenty season, and even in the Asian Basketball League, he finished eighth. He had a losing teams. record in the in the league with the Singapore Slingers. I just, I, I just don't know. Um, Who's making this decision? The the owners or the? That's yeah. 
that that's that's where it's at. It's like who walked out? Was it Griffin CEO is, or the Warriors CEO? One well, that was CEO walked out. Well, that's that's the thing with Brisbane at the moment. Who is like who's the who's key decision it? maker? Yeah. Like who is leading this this franchise at the moment? Because we know they got various owners. They had new owners this year from the US. Um, Thaddeus Young. They yeah, Thaddeus <laughs> Young, Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. But yeah, what are the, what have they got to do? They're playing NBA games at the moment, and their new yeah, owners they, they give two craps about what's going on right now. Yeah, and and the new owners just seem like, oh, here's an investment, and we'll, you know, the club will be good in ten years time when the Olympics come around and, and everything. But they've done nothing, you know. They've, you know they they fired they fired James Duncan over Zoom. Like I've, I've heard Olgan say to me that he he probably found out that James Duncan was fired before James Duncan knew he was fired. So. That's the kind of fiasco they're in at the moment, and there's just no control. I mean, you look back at at his article as well. It, it says that Duncan, he wanted to fly in the off season. It's even before preseason, before they played a game. There was there's a lot going on. Duncan wanted to go to to summer league, um, uh, in the off season to, to get more players and scout players he wanted. But that the owners were like, no, we don't need you. He offered you know to pay need. his own accommodation and and everything else in between. And they said, no, we don't need you over there. And that just shows little to no control whatsoever. Firings over Zoom. Coach, you know, manager doesn't know if he's coach or not before anyone, before everyone else does. You know, players disgruntled all season. Signing guys, players, even coaches now that just have a lack of experience. It's just, there's a lot. They there's need Andre Lamontis. That's all they need. That's all they need. They need Andre Lamontis. Mm-hmm. Nah, well, I they don't. don't. They, they, need they, they don't. They Not need him, Jesus. Like someone mate. like him. They need Jesus, but they need. You look. You look back at yeah. the Lamanus. His last. People forget his last press conference as Bullets head coach. Like he was. He, he went on a little rant that throughout his time he never got the opportunity to get the players he wanted. You know, use the money that was there to. Mm. You know, there was no budget apparently. Yet they signed Johnson and Baines. It's like, yeah, these coaches have never had control. The players have never had control. Well, Duncan never chose Baines. Sam McKinnon's never had control. It's just, it's just a fiasco. You got anything else to add, Jackson or Aiden? The league needs to take over Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think we can all agree on that. And even if it's a temporary thing, like you know, when the league took over Illawarra's license, yeah. you know, a couple exactly. of years That's back. That's what I mean. They've got to like just cut all their players, even Sobey Baines and. Yeah. Like I can see Baines coming back to prison regardless, but like they gotta let everyone loose and just just get a clean slate, cut all the coaches, cut the GM, cut everybody on the basketball side of things, and just let it, you know, let nature take its course. Yeah, yeah. It it's not a good position right now, and and you Look. could contend that they're in a worse position than the Illawarra Hawks. I mean, it's just like there's no direction, and if I'm a player. I would I would be disgruntled. Like, where's my team heading? If this guy's got to be the Todd Purse, he's got to be the head coach into next season, and he doesn't have a massive coaching record. It's got to be another losing season next year. You know, are we going to actually sign a point guard that fans have been asking for for five years? Can we get a point guard next to Sobi? No, no. Well, you we'll mentioned get... it to me. They have never been the same since they've re-entered the league. Yeah. And I agree with that. And it's it even decisions in the past, like re-signing Patterson last season. Like, there's this bit. No, no. That, that one dates back to when Patterson was signed, when they cut um, Orlando Johnson. 
Yeah. Sorry, yeah, Orlando. Yeah. Even that, like, is is simple to to look from the from the fans' perspective. But just imagine an, as a player, it's just so much going on. Well, I'm surprised they've still got sponsors. If I'm perfectly honest. Oh yeah. Well, they got sponsors because of Baines. Yeah, but if I'm the sponsors, I'm pulling out of that club right now. Yeah, and and one the fact they're playing in a, in a netball arena in in suburbs. Yeah, and they want to move to a bigger arena, which makes zero sense when you look at how many people actually turn up to games. And yeah, the there, money I, there was a there was an interview recently. I think it was the CEO or owner of some sort that wanted, you know, they said, "Oh, the corporate have all sold out. We need a bigger arena." No, you don't. You're not corporate selling out. Corporate isn't everything. Selling... No, you're not selling isn't out anything. Nissan Arena, which is a five thousand seat netball arena. You know that has retractable seating come on like it's so like much playing at bend at basketball center like it's you know it's all right yeah. but like well, state basketball it's, it's not it's, an it's, mbl it's, level building it's like state basketball center but a little bit on steroids but for a team like brisbane like third biggest city in australia it should be playing in a ten thousand seat arena having these fans filled it filled the seats and having some sort of direction and they don't have that so. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's going to ruin Olympic chances, but it's sure making it harder for Australia to host the Olympics again. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's going far. No, I reckon it is, though. Like, a little. Not to the extent, like, big extent, but I feel like it's, you know, somewhat damning Australia's brand in a way. A bicycle, um, not, 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 not the whole Olympic, you know. Are, are you ready to move on? Yes, let's move yes. on. Yes, go. Well, let's not, because uh, let's talk about late game situations. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, if if you didn't see, uh, it was actually l- last round. We didn't get to talk about it because I actually we did we didn't notice it until um, I think someone put it up online about you know the the did you see the or someone someone pointed it out to me did you see the end of the the game, and I watched back and I saw the whole um, thing between Tyler Johnson and, and the Jack Jumpers. If you haven't seen that. It's it's about in the game situations. Um, so the Jack Jam was up by you know over ten points. Ten seconds left. We got a fast break. Twenty. Now it was, no, it was like oh, fifteen yeah. or so. Jack McVay pulls up for a three on a fast break with no shot clock remaining. Um, and he and he makes it. Tyler Johnston decides to shove weeks out of anyone in the back, and he he's has Did a go at them. He has Tyler Johnson has a go at them and he and he has a go saying, just run the game out, you know, that's BS. Just just run the game out. And I love Jared Weeks' response. This is why I love this is why <laughs> this is why the NBL is great. This ain't the NBA, brother. That's just I love that. When Jared Weeks tells a Tyler Johnson, a guy that's earned seven million bucks over his NBA career, that this ain't the NBA. I love that. I don't know why. But um what are your thoughts, Aiden? I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on, on late game situations? I mean, Mitchell, some Mitchell also mentioned it during the weekend yeah. as well. I reckon we've been taught, like me and you were taught when we were younger, just to play the game. We never got taught to waste time. And yep. Depending on what the situation was, but most of the time we didn't, you know. I feel like everyone as a junior, like even when I'm coaching, I'm telling my boys, you know, keep shooting. Like, I like, look, like, look for a shot. Like, you don't have to make a shot, but like, look for one. Um, I feel like it's just an Australian thing. Like it's been passed down from generation to generation. Like I've never, unless it's like a, probably a 30 point game, like different than I've seen it, but anything below 20, play it out. Jackson. Yeah, it's rubbish that 
people are complaining about this. Like it's no, like, and even in the NBA, we saw a similar thing with Zion Williamson this week mm. with a um, windmill dunk when they were up by, I want to say 15, 20, and the game was over. And um, it's just a bit ridiculous that people are complaining about this when us in Australia, all we've been grown up on is, you know, playing until the end of the buzzer, just don't worry about what the score is. And, um, like, what? it's been in the yeah. NBL for years. Like, well, we just Zion one. I don't know why Chris Paul got so mad. Chris Paul ended up going for a light with, like, 20 seconds to go just before it. Yeah. So I, I, I was confused, but no, it's, it's rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think especially in the NBL, every game matters. It's Exactly. There's, 20, there's 28 games uh, per team, and percentage matters. It's it's low scoring. It's It's always tight. And come to the end of the season, we saw last year, it literally came down to the last shot. To, to finalize the the finals to, to see who was top four and you know that could happen again especially with the player now top six percentage could be a real factor and um man it would be funny if, if brisbane lose lose out in the plan but also i just want to say how tyler johnson dribbled out all 40 minutes of the other games that brisbane have played this week because i've lost every single game by a fair margin I just mm. want to also the NBA, the people that complain about it in NBL, the fans are truly not NBL fans. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're not. If you're not, if you're not, you got to know that no, as an NBL yeah. fan, like it's not. Hundred percent. Just do it in the. You have 30, 39 minutes and thirty seconds to change the rest of the game. If you're exactly. losing, too bad. Mm. Um, and it gives people like Junior would do it to give us free donuts. But anyway. yes, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. We love free donuts. Um, Corey Webster, game winner. That now, a couple of chokes this week, uh, from a couple of teams. Um, and Melbourne United, they came off a good win against Brisbane. They look good. They look like a team that was with full health. Shaley back, Humphreys back in the squad. They look like a decent team again. They look like a team that maybe could vie for a playing spot if if they got their feet under them. And especially at the end of that Perth game, a minute left, I thought, you know, Melbourne's. You they know, look they comfortable. Should, yeah, oh, they yeah, should, they, yeah, they should win this game. You know, there's, there's still a chance they can make the plan, I reckon. And then, no. No. <laughs> no. Eight <laughs> points up with 37 <laughs> seconds left. Perth Wildcats just come back out of nowhere. Um, and Evan, quick question. Is, quick, wait, before we continue, put your Melbourne United hat on and tell us what the hell you're thinking right now. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? Put your Melbourne United hat on right United now. How do you feel? They have choked their season away. They choked their most unchokeable. Well, it's it's fu- it was frustrating watching it because it was uh, sure, not like the Cairns, John Robinson figure. Yeah. It wasn't like that one. It's completely no, yeah. different. Yeah. Con, Con made a three, then uh, which is fine. Draw a five-point game. And then they turn the ball over again, Travis with the steal, and they get another two. Um, and then I think Melbourne go back to the line, hit a couple free throws, and then... God, yeah, got to knock down two free throws. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it's Perth's ball again. Um, what you do in this situation is just don't foul. Just don't foul. Please. That's when that's, you can waste you time have. and kick the ball around. And... Yeah, just just if they make a three, so be it. Pass the ball and make a couple free throws. No, they foul Blanchfield, who makes the three and one three pointer. Great, two point game. That foul was on the floor, bro. No, like that foul was which is the landing space, not an actual. Um, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a landing space foul. Two point game. I thought. Perth could make a free throw and then Melbourne maybe make one or two and, and Perth's still in this. 
either way. Well, they were, were they were looking at John really at the time. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, Blanchfield was going up to really saying, "Do I miss the shot?" Intentionally, I think they were better off making that shot because to be honest, yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought it'd be a one point game, and then you know if they, you know, make two, they had a time out still points. I think, too. As yeah. Well. So uh, yeah, so they could still hit a three back anyway. Blanchfield misses the free throw, and Rath and Mace decides to run to the rim when Tucker and Humphrey, I think it was Humphreys, it was definitely Tucker, have their guys boxed out. They have the rebound. They have the rebound. Yeah, Perth have a rebound all game. All, all year. Sorry, is Jason, but... box out each individual. <laughs> it's not hard. Where was that tagging? <laughs> Rath and Mace decides, oh, I'll just run straight to the hoop and leave Blanchfield open. In that scenario, literally just... Why was he the one in the key? I'll allow, it, I'll, I'll allow it in throughout the whole game. But in that situation where teams may purposely miss a free throw just so they can win the game, you box, box out, your man. out the shooter. You <laughs> box out the shooter player. in those situations. Blanchfield, turn around, Corey Webster. He's making that every day of the week now. It's Corey Webster. Um, bang, they, they win the game. And Look, got that's probably all she wrote right. for United this season. Um, God, it's just frustrating to watch when United just just had it in their hands. They just throw it away, and that's probably their season too. They a win like that on the road would have been huge for their momentum. Three straight home games. Like I said, you that would have added them to the ten wins that I thought they could have got. Yeah. Like I had yeah. that win including with them for the ten. But that's and not... then you get the momentum away, but. It just it's not there anymore. They gotta to have to play the whole January away from home and their schedule for the rest of the year is is tough, especially they when they're haven't six... won many at home, have they? They've yeah. like, no, they're really? six six and eleven right now. They're one free well. home and free away. So yeah, yeah. So Jackson, I wanna know your perspective as a Perth fan. How did you enjoy that moment? Um, well, first of all, I do want to say that Five minutes into the third quarter, I was heavily considering turning off my television because well, Melbourne did, was up by a considerable like margin. Right. So, I mean, I was watching it with my family and like, dad's like, I've had enough. I'm heading up to bed, but I stay down. And what <laughs> happens is the most ridiculous play of basketball I've ever seen in my life. And the funny thing is I was at Wildcats training today. We're recording this on Tuesday and Blanchfield, like it wasn't even on like the second free throw, but it was like on the first free throw. He bricked free throw like exactly the same and the you guys are going on about like oh you know Rathamay should have boxed out um Blanchfield well who was on Webster right it was Illy like, no no it was it was Illy who was on him but he had to force he went towards Blanchfield because he got the rebound yeah so he went towards the ball so, he was still a chance to Illy was still a chance to get the rebound so he went near it to, to try yeah, no, and get I'm it I'm not Illy on this I'm blaming no no, it's no, I'm recognized. not. But like, I'm just saying, you know, where where's the defense? And it was Webster's two fiftieth. He's now had since that social media post back to back to back twenty point games, and just absolutely <laughs> incredible what's gone on. Oh, he's starting. That's like, the confidence yeah. he's getting from starting. Like he's getting minutes into him. He's like it's not much, but he's getting perfectly good now. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that they, last, they looked a bit shocking. Yeah, they kind of the choked game, a 15-point lead in the first quarter. That last yeah, the minute, first quarter was good. The first and last quarter were the best two quarters they played in basketball I've seen all year. Yeah. Their last minute, though, 
that could change the season completely. That gives them momentum to say, yeah. Well, Travis needs to do this more often, in my opinion. His defense that not that like last minute and a half was the best switched on D. It also shows um, it. I, I will tell you something. So yeah. as I was saying, I was at Ben that for a press conference. Um, Travis didn't know that the Cavs GM wasn't there because the Cavs GM's flight was delayed and he was supposed to be in the building. And he only found out until after the game that he wasn't there. So he was playing his heart out. And I feel <laughs> sorry for him because he wasn't even there. He was playing his heart out because yeah, he thought... Yeah, he was watching a re- replay of it. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Play out every game, no matter what. The... That's what oh, I was yeah. saying. Should, but, yeah, like, there's just added pressure. And, you know, you kind of want to perform well when you've got that last an NBA GM. That last quarter from... Oh, oh yeah. Those, those hands were be- yeah. beautiful. On, on the boards, he was everywhere. That, that sounded um, a bit sus, but, but no, like, everyone knew what I meant. But that last yeah. quarter, he's he's got to have more performances. Like he did he's going to be like that quarter. Start. Yeah, consistent from the way through. If he wants to play in the NBA next year, he hasn't really shown that. So, no. But only when Perf win, he, he plays well when Perf wins. And, mm. and that's what he needs to he's do. He's their Perf problem. Um, yeah, but Perf now sits six on the ladder. Yes, they do. So if I mean, we'll go to Tassie good chance. next, but if Tassie lost, Perf would have gone to fifth. I think that last minute now gives them momentum to to keep going and keep pushing as a team. Melbourne have a small chance. It doesn't for Melbourne. So small yeah. chance, not a big chance. Just just nah. there's a chance. There's a little bit. Nah. Um, Tassie as well. Another comeback the the day before. That was a sensational game. The grand final rematch. Um, how, how many were Kings up by at three quarter time? Was it? 10? I want to say around sixteen. Twelve to sixteen. Something like that. Sixteen. Was yeah. it that much? Yeah, it was a fair margin. Um, either way, Kings, I think the final, the fourth quarter score was 26 to six in Tassie's favor. And how good's Milton Doyle? I mean, he is a sensational player. Um, you, you guys could contend that you reckon he's top three in MVP right now, Milton Doyle. Um, I said first team also, I just got to say from early finishes, but he's I don't know. I reckon the bigs are gonna win the MVP. He's the top ten player, but I want to see him against Cotton again. Mm. Jackson, yeah. what do you think? Is he top three? Where, I wouldn't say ranking? top three, but I'd say first team. Like, right. I think there's Cooks and Creek and. Pinder. Is he the second best outside player in the league behind yes. Cotton? Yes. Yeah. He he was unreal. What do you, I think he finished up with? Around thirty points that game against Sydney. What yeah, you it was yeah. thirty-two. I want to 25, say 20, 25, oh, Sorry, I was close. But it felt like yeah, no, it felt didn't like he, he drop? 30. 30 he had thirty the, the other week. game. Yeah. Um. Well, you talked about Barry Brown saying a few weeks. Ago, well, I say a few weeks, maybe a month ago. I reckon Milton's Doyle will be the next Bryce Cotton in the league. Hopefully, well, let's hope Tassie don't stuff up like they did last season with Milton Doyle. Um, with Josh Adams last year. And, and I mean, Milton Doyle is really Josh Adams. Just got to put it out there. Really, he's, you think yeah. so? He's more reliable. Hmm. Josh was good at the crunch here and then. Milton's good all. And I feel like he can do more as well. He's a better facilitator as well. He's a better he shot creator. Defense. Um, yeah, probably better defender as well. Um, well, not not like Josh Adams would be still good in the league. Don't get me wrong, but Milton's yeah. a better fit than Adams was. Um, but man, the it, it's the league has all of a sudden got really competitive after, after this Tassie game. It's just this league is so competitive now. I was saying, we were saying a couple of weeks ago that the top four is locked in, but realistically so now, are you saying it because so competitive? It's Wednesday, yeah. <laughs> Hands play Brisbane tonight. 
You say, okay, no, I'm just going to shut up. Okay, other than that, all right, let's not talk about <laughs> Brisbane Bullets. Um, but, yeah, they might surprise us, but I doubt it. Um, but, yeah, Tassie, Tassie looking good again. Will Magne, if he gets back into form, he is. He's he's step-by-step. Step, he, he's having last time, last couple of games, he's been good. So if he gets into full health, um, man, Tassie are going to be a real contender well, once we again. Tassie had no Steindl early. Um, yeah, no they had no course. McDaniel. They still have no. Yeah, they had no McDaniel. McDaniel. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, uh, Kenyon's out. I forget McDaniel was on that team. To be yeah. perfectly honest, I feel, oh, yeah. I feel like he's he's uh, after that Melbourne United Championship season. He's just like he's a great player. He's a great defender and shooter, but he's just not like yeah. as relevant as he was at Melbourne United. Um, you guys got anything else throughout the round? As uh, he was... chases press conference. Yeah. Can I talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. So um, he rocks up in a non-Sydney Kings T-shirt, which is always a bad sign because the last guy that didn't rock up in any club of Harold for a press conference was Scott Morrison when he absolutely <laughs> rinsed me in a press conference. And then he proceeds to give a couple three to four word answers. And and I love Brent Costello from um, Win in Tassie. Oh, he's a great and he player. asked him, you know, have Tazzy impressed you this season? And it's like, well, I haven't really watched him enough. And it's like, dude, you're supposed to be scouting him before the game. <laughs> you just watch a whole game on the yeah. what do you like Chase reminds me of a child becoming like a coach. Like if I was to do a press conference after my and, games. And like the fact that there wasn't a player there, like not even Cooks, who's the captain, or Bruce, who's captain. done a lot of solo ones, which is strange. Yeah. It's odd because I reckon I there's maybe some sort away of rule. games, but home games when you've got yeah. I'm gonna rehab. I'm gonna get yeah. attacked by saying this right now. Oh no! Oh no! But by Sydney Kings oh, fans, no. but I feel like they they can be sore losers at times. They remind the Kings themselves like or Kings fans. The King, the King. Yes. No, not Kings fans. The, the Kings themselves. I mean, you you saw the way Chase Chase Buf- like just looking at that press conference. You know, they lose a a game that they should have won. What um, they, they should have won. They, I don't they, know. They, just... Their last quarter was atrocious. They've, well, their last quarter was full stop. That's which we'll I will touch in our predictions later. But um, yeah. I don't know why. I just I just feel like we saw it a bit last season as, as well. I, I feel like there's some at times they can be a bit of sore losers, but we haven't seen enough of that because they they because they, 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 they haven't lost much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, no. Um, I get what you're putting out. I I 100 agree with you. That's not a no. no. Cindy Fancy, you want to take that both of us? Go for it. I, um, agree. I, I will also just say um, I think their roster addition of Santa Claus will really help them in the long run. I think God. that some move people will bring them a thought Some people oh generally my thought they were kidding. The guy that said, you know, how is he allowed to do this? And, um, you know, how could oh, Perth not boy. get John Brown is legit look, hilarious. Look, 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 at first, because I didn't actually, because I, well, I was still at work and I saw the tweet come through from both of you and I didn't see like the caption at all. Like, I saw the caption, I didn't see what the actual thing was. So I thought, oh, I was about to ask you both, like, what the hell is this? Like, what's going on? But then yeah, I like clicked I on the link and then was, I'm like, ah. Oh, it's got to be some stupid stuff like Paul Smith, Tristan Sanders. Well, hey, was it really stupid stuff or like a <laughs> connection with a like, sick child? Like, like what Phoenix did a few years Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so why I was like, like I was like, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I support that. That's okay. But when it became Santa Claus, I was like, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Look, as long as um 
Melbourne United sign Krampus, I think they'll be fine. No, nah, Melbourne United will still <laughs> will have the Grinch. They will steal the game from yeah, Christmas. Can we get the Grinch or someone like that? The Phoenix should get the Grinch suit out. The green day. I don't know. <laughs> wear the Grinch suit. The Kobe Grinch suit. The whole Melbourne team should wear theirs. They chucked a lead and they had to return it. Um, the, the Perth Wildcats. They're having an open-air game as well, Jackson. I want to know your yes. thoughts on this. Um, in, um, in in January, they're copying like United, I guess. But I love uh, it. They should have done it sooner. Maybe. It's it, it, They should have done it way sooner. It's a great idea. Always a great atmosphere when, when Melbourne do it. So it'll be Question. two open-air games this season. Is it the day that the same day they're doing the short of registering or a different day? Uh, no, uh, different no, day. before. Okay. No, I, I thought... Because oh, I looked at the date and I didn't know it was the same time. So... Curious. um. It's like John Kane. Okay, so they're going to have to stick tennis. the Jumbotron out and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was talking to Craig, and he was saying, because he was a guy, um, Craig O'Donoghue, not Thank Craig you. Hutchison. <laughs> um, just, just clarify. Because he was the guy who broke the news about the open air game. So he was saying, like, he was talking to somebody saying, like, what are the chances it's going to rain? And you know, it's like it's middle of January and summer. It's in it hasn't rained here, okay? in like Yours five looks beautiful. Years. It'd be perfect right now. Ours, I don't know. It'd be maybe cleaning cots, yeah. cots with it galore. I'm still there. waiting for the day there is an open air game and it's raining because I no, just it's happened. It happened. It, it has happened oh, a did. couple of years, Melbourne, like four years or... ago. Yeah, four years right. ago, United it, they planned for an open air game, but it they just closed the roof because it was it was. Got a range. They so. played two last the, the 2019 20 season United and only did one, I think. And they haven't done one since, so it'll be good. Oh. Two different yeah. games. Open air, always a great atmosphere. Well, open air for Melbourne those. is next week, 23rd of December, and I think Perth's is 16th of Jan. So get down yep. to those two games. They're always great atmosphere, and no other league in the world does it. So that's well, the most, 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 oh, most, oh, most, leagues. I you most like stadiums don't have it. That's that's the great no, thing. About they have it. Just the NBA doesn't do it either. Um, hot take, hot take of the week. Um, anyone want to go first? Uh, I'll go go first. Uh, first of all, I need to give Mm. a bit of background information. So, um, so as I've mentioned many times this podcast, I was at Bend at today for (laughs) Perth training. First thing you notice when you walk in, because you know you're allowed to film stuff, is every single coach is in masks and. Then you realize who's on the court and you see no Bryce Cotton and you see no Mitch Norton. So I'm going to say Bryce is going to have the COVID game and he's going to drop 40 points on New Zealand. Is there a chance that they were like a, like a school clinic? Like, like I doubt it, but like... No. No? This was no a main, main session? Okay. Yeah. No, no, like, I'm just curious. They, they were away for precautionary reasons. That was, okay. That's what no, I was told. I know sometimes Phoenix players come in and out and do individual skills training, but... yeah. But um, but they weren't there, and I, I was talking to people, and they were saying, you know, this never happens. So I think Cotton is going to no, no. drop forty points on New Zealand in his flu game. You know what it is? Norton is um Bryce's uh, witness for Bryce getting citizens. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Evan, you go. I'll wait. I'll get lost. Mine. Um. Yeah. Well, news came out today that Ryan Repair is likely to come back uh, early Jan from his wrist injury. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to say that he's got to end the season. He's got to play finals for the breakers Oof. and they'll help him 
be a top 15 pick in the and NBA draft. first next other play finals. Well done. I no. McCormaker. Maker won a championship last year. But okay, okay, okay. But like probably better than like Huck Porty uh, played Huck in the finals <laughs> last year. No, but like, oh, I mean, like, it made a difference <laughs> to the team that, like, yeah, Maker, Maker, Maker did. Huck Porty did too. They did. They, they played. Did. They played no. some big minutes. They played about. 10 Nikita did when he when he <laughs> got on the plane. Oh, Nikita was great. I think Ru- Rupe will, will make an impact and it will be a top fifteen pick and uh, help breakers in the finals. Oh, no, but I'm talking about ones that will get drafted. That no, I think I forget where I was going. Just the ones that get drafted that have made an impact through the finals. Anyway, um, what's what's your the top six teams will all have a win above fifteen will be the minimum games. I don't know if that's a hot take, but. So from you're saying the top six teams will all have at least fifteen wins, fifteen or more. Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that a hot take? So what teams will South be East Melbourne have last season because they were, they were in six. They were. 12, I think they were positive. Yeah, um, they were they positive. positive. Did they have fifteen or did they have fourteen? Fourteen, fourteen, fourteen. I think because you had fifteen. No, fourteen would be. Uh, had, I don't know. No, Perth had sixteen and twelve. So then Phoenix would have had fifteen because Phoenix, Phoenix had fifteen. Yeah. 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 So they were positive yeah. and they were six. So. That's happened last season. Top six, top six had fifteen. Okay, fine. Wait, let me get come that no, one. No, 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 no. That's no. no, no. still a good hot take, though. Aren't it? There's um. You well, look I at feel Perth like my Melbourne United one still is the like hot take. Perth or Melbourne, wins. if they finish six, will they have fifteen wins? Who knows? Wait, um, there's twenty eight games here. Yep. yep. So Melbourne United have eleven more games. From my hot take ages ago, they've got eleven more games. They've got four games they've got to win in that time, and on the road for most of. Jen, so I don't know. It's gonna to be tough. Anyway. Rapid questions. Is it rapid? Yep. Okay. It is. It's rapid. I know how to host a dating. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, is Liafa the most underrated player in the league? No. No. Yeah. Are the Wildcats <laughs> still in the hunt for the championship? Yes. Are the Cairns Taipans pretenders? Ooh. Tell me after this week. No. No, no. 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 No for now. Run this back after this week. Run this after tonight. To start. Uh, yeah. Um, do South East Melbourne have the best depth in the league? No. No. Not by my show. I'll say that. And could show. could Tassie beat the Kings in a best of five series right now? Yes. Are they both fit? Who just did not have? Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. The Doyle inclusion is so much better than Adam. Yeah. No, they they could. Right. There you go. That was that was quick. That was a quick. <laughs> that was uh, better um, than last week. Shush, both of you. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. I should have gone through the tips. That's why you're intern. Yes. You <laughs> You've had two interns that you placed after one week. Um. Here we go. Tips for this week, and the beauty of it is. We've got a game every day, every night now until the 27th. 12 games, 12 games yeah. This yeah, 12. Yes. I think so. So let's fly through these since there's a lot of rounds. Cairns Bullets tonight. Who wins? Cairns. I'm sorry. Cairns. Look, I, lo- I would love Cairns. to see Brisbane win, but Cairns. Throw down on Thursday. Are you both South East Melbourne. Oh, sorry. It's sorry. Evan, are you coming? Um, yeah, I'm obviously coming. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. Leave me alone. Um, I'm going to go Phoenix. Phoenix should win. What, what do you guys say? Phoenix? Phoenix by five. Phoenix. It'll be close uh, Friday, we've got the freeway series. Sydney. 
<laughs> Sydney. Whitekin's not even the question. It's going to be a short Bruce Bosnia from a corner once again. Um, in Perth, New Zealand, it'll be a good game. In well. Perth, yeah. Perth. Yep. New Zealand. Oh, Jax is in a reverse psychology. Oh, that's why I see you. I, I'll go Perth. Perth, we've got to have the momentum from last week. Yeah, Corey West is going to drop another 25 on those hours. Sorry. Um, s- next day, we've got Tassie and Cairns in Tassie. 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 I'll say Tassie. Adelaide, Brisbane in Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide. Adelaide. Uh, <laughs> next day, Phoenix, Phoenix, Sydney in Gippsland. I will be in attendance. So oh, my God. Gippsland's people come say hello. <laughs> uh, Phoenix. I don't know if Sydney would adjust to the crap arena. I'm going to say Sydney. It is going to be a really humid building. It because, is a very humid building. Yeah. Uh Whoever has the best shoes on will win. So Sydney, <laughs> oh. that's very true. I I expect a lot of lot of uh, slips, oh, a lot of decals. Oh, do you guys slips. reckon Game of the Round, Phoenix Sydney? No, I think it'll be Perth New uh, Zealand. Okay. Yeah. Um, Melbourne Illawarra. Okay, Why? Flip Hawks. a coin. Hawks by five. Hawks are going oh. to finally not blow a lead. No, I think I think Melbourne. I think Melbourne. Oh, Hawks your really cup it is. It's the battle of the chokers. That's what the cups are going to be called. The battle of the chokers. Because they're oh. Illawarra by five. Uh, Melbourne. Enjoy the game, though, even. I won't with you. Melbourne Tassie. Wait, oh, what? sorry, Adelaide Tassie. Adelaide Tassie. Sorry, Adelaide Tassie. Oh no, I'm the next Tassie. One. Where is it? Adelaide or Tassie? Adelaide. Adelaide. I'm going to say Adelaide as well. They need to go on a win streak. And I believe this is the last game of the round. I may be wrong. But Cairns, Perth in Cairns. Yeah, it is because you said Cairns had three games. Um, Perth. I'm going to say Cairns since it's in Cairns. Um, that'll do for another episode of the NBL News Podcast. And look, you guys should definitely go into some some NBL games this week, and especially if you're an A-League fan. Um, all the barkle <laughs> yes, going on over there. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of a lot of A League fans are, are now turning to the NBL. They're cancelling their memberships because that grand final fiasco. So, um, expect some more fans this week. Hopefully, more people at the NBL throwdown than the the A League derby. Bring um, flares. I don't care. Yeah, bring flares. Oh yeah, they do it in the Euro League. I'll allow some flares in the NBL. Flares, flares in the building. You reckon they're gonna get past John Kane's Why not? Someone got kicked out for something else. Bring the A League fans to the NBL. I'll love it. Um. You'll love it. Security at John Kane won't. Something different. Um, we're the only true National League left. As much as I love the A-League, there's there's a whole lot of issues going on over there. So support the NBL. Just get down to some games. You don't have to be going for a team. Just enjoy the environment. There's a team yes. in every part of Australia. No other league does, has that No, but I'm not, so. I'm not... No, no, of course. No, no, no. I'm saying if you've got a team, then go for a team. But if you yeah. don't, just, just go to the games. Go to the games. Always a great it's experience. Cheap. Even if you don't like basketball, it's always a great experience. Bring your mate. That that might even hate basketball, they'll love it because that's how good the atmosphere is. So get down to the Evan. game. Make sure you say hi to Evident, um, John. <laughs> yeah. Um, get down to those games. Should be a fun round. Lots of basketball for the next uh, few weeks. So see you guys later.